the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to California Business Connections. If you're interested in getting help for your business, contact the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. Well, today I have a very special guest today, and he's and he's going to talk about a subject that's been dear to my heart for years. And it's about men, or it's, it's called man to man, and I'll say that later, but it's about men helping and working and basically saying the word, discipling other men. I want to introduce to my audience today, Dr. Stuart Perellian. Stuart, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Carl. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show today. No, I'm excited about having you share what God has given you, no doubt. And I'm just praying that there's going to be so much fruit that's going to come out of this because this is something that's desperately needed. You and I know there's lots of ramifications when men aren't raised by men. And I won't take care of all your thunder because we're going to be diving into this. Before we dive into man to man, which is what you're going to talk about today, I want to let our audience know. Who is Stuart Pirelli? Dr. Stuart Pirelli. Excuse me, Stu. Dr. <laughs> Stuart Pirelli, because you've earned that title. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. My name is Stuart Pirelli, and I'm from Oakland, California, uh, and um, born and raised there. And being yeah. a single father uh, growing up uh, without uh, an active father, but having a father in you know, the home, but not really engaged in my life. Uh, brought some anger issues and some masculine, you know, masculinity issues and, you know, this identity issues, just a, a, a lot that most men struggle with, with mm-hmm. the fact of not having a, a father that's engaged in presence. So I created this program, Man to Man, that really actually helped men in many areas uh, as far as their emotions and being able to speak about their emotions, mental health issues, uh, being able to uh, be vulnerable and empathy and being able to communicate and express how they feel. And, you know, I'm thinking at one time that the youth was the problem. And I was focusing all my youth on, you know, that's why our, our program is man to man or youth advocate because we were advocating for the youth. But mm-hmm. then I found out that the youth was not the problem. The problem was, uh, fatherlessness, absent mm. fathers, and that we have a crisis of, of absent fathers, not only in America, but everywhere. And I always use this uh, quote from Dr. Blackenhorn, who is a researcher, and he says that the most destructive trend of our society today is fatherlessness in every country. Mm. And so that's where I start focusing uh, our attention on how can we strengthen families one father at a time? How can we get men to be more engaged in their children's life, even though they may not have a father, maybe they may not have a great model, but are willing to be, 
you know, present in their children's life. And so we begin uh, to host training sessions on helping fathers, you know, with child support, helping fathers with, you know, even when the child comes from the hospital, at that time, we embrace them and work with them so that they can walk through the, the channels of, you know, um, discipling their children and breaking this cycle of a fatherlessness society. Mm, man, that is huge, man, because you said this is prevalent, not just here in America, because we always think it's here in America. This is worldwide, Stuart. Hmm. Worldwide. And, uh, and, and, and 90%, Carl, of our social ills, you mm. can trace them through the data. You can trace them to statistics. You can trace it through real life situations. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of our social ills is because of a lack of a father. Man, this fatherlessness. You know, um, all of us do who've you know been raised up in areas that you know they used to call the hood, the ghetto, whatever that may be. You saw lots of. Um, mothers raising their kids and part of it was financial because the way to kind of the system, the welfare work was, you know, you couldn't get welfare payments if the father was home that didn't encourage the male to be there. So it was really a crazy system. And, and, and I'm so thankful that, you know, you went through that because if anybody who would know you and you said you had your anger or identity issues, I mean, Stuart has has got one of the most easiest personalities. So, uh, I mean, to for you to share that, I, I want to ask you something else though, because you know you call it the urban youth advocate, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how did you even come up with this man to man name, and how did this whole thing come about? Yes, that's a great question, Carl. Well, we started off at Ohlone College. Uh, I had a staff member uh, invite me to work with the, the men on the basketball team because uh, they were playing basketball, but they weren't graduating college. And they were from all over the country. I mean, all over the world. There were people from mm-hmm. Africa, Philadelphia, Chicago. And so they set up a time and the woman you know, says, well, let's call it man to man. And I like the name. I said, okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> we started working with these men on a level of just, you know, of being transparent, uh, being vulnerable, uh, being able to be in a close place uh, where it's a safe place where what says here stays here. And then the dialogue begin to open up. And this is when, Carl, I began to start seeing how many of our young men are hurting and, and, and dealing with, you know, anger issues and dealing with abandonment issues and dealing with rejection issues and, and domestic violence and all of these things that, you know, poverty, which is the root causes of all of these things comes from fathers, fatherlessness or absent fathers. But the truth to the matter is, I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. I was really trying to help these men become men, you know? And so I was trying to, because before we can even talk about fatherhood, we need to speak about manhood. And really, Mm. (laughs) how can you know anything about manhood if you didn't have a father? Mm. You know, now we have this false identity of what manhood is when, like you say, when you're growing up in the hood and you're growing up in the streets, well, you know, being a man means that you got a lot of money or, you know, you have a lot of women or, 
you know, you got a fancy car, or, you know, all of these things that have nothing to do with masculinity or manhood. It just means that you create some material things, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, so that's how I started working with these guys. And then I took it to uh, Allen Temple Baptist Church uh, in East Oakland, which is considered in the killing zone. And the reason why they said the killing zone wow. is because that's where most of the murders are, you know, taking place. And so this is where I teach my, you know, was teaching my 52-week domestic violence class. One of the facilitators working there, uh, giving them a free meal. And then just really start, you know, with the scripture, you know, and then reading out on the scripture, starting off with prayer. And then just, you know, allowing them to say, hey, this is where I am. You know, this is how I got in this situation. Okay, we have 52 weeks to get to know each other. We're talking about a year, <laughs> you know. And so we're going to dive in this thing and we're going to start unfolding some things and taking off some, you know, some layers to try to figure out what is the root cause of why you are who you are and how you could get here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, man, you know, I, I think of a 52 week program, man, that sounds like some serious work. And, and, and I know you, you need partners, you need sponsors, you know, you need people to come alongside of you to help make this happen. And you clearly quoted that 90% of maybe of our social ills, whether people are robbing, killing people, whatever, come from a fatherlessness. How can people reach you, Stuart, if they want to participate and help you in some manner? How could they reach you? That's a, that's a great, a great uh, question, Carl, because there's various ways that you can reach us. You can go on to LinkedIn and you can put man, M-A-N, number two, not T-O, but number two, man, and then Urban Youth Advocate. It'll pop up. You can look at the work that we do. You can also go on to our website, which is man, M-A-N, number two, man, dash, UYA.org. Um, if they wanted to email us, they could email us at man to man at man to man dash UYA.org. Again, man number two man at man to man dash UYA.org. Man, you know, you know, um, you know, we got about maybe a, a minute before our first half is over. It goes really quick. And I know you had mentioned you just recently came back from Tennessee and there's some work you're getting ready to do there in about maybe 30, 40 seconds. And, and we'll pick it up on the other side. You know, what were you doing over in Tennessee? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I was asked to uh, participate with the Commissioner of Human Services, Carl, uh, that has this federal funding to provide a fatherhood service in Nashville, Tennessee. And this guy didn't just take the money and just try to do whatever he did. You know what I mean? Just trying mm -hmm. to do whatever he he thinks he's mm -hmm. supposed to do. Mm -hmm. He got 15 expert practitioners mm -hmm. across the country to come in and to have a think tank and to utilize their lived experiences, their experiences of running uh, a, a fatherhood program, and how can we best implement this program in Tennessee? 
Wow. And you were one of the 15. You know what I'm going to do, man? I'm going to stop you right there because I want to start that on the second half, right? I love what you're talking about, Stuart, man. This is fantastic. Let's just leave it right there. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to California Business Connections. Welcome back. I'm Carl Davis Jr. And you're listening to California Business Connections. My guest today is Dr. Stuart Pirelliot, and Stuart has a wonderful program he's talking about right now, and it's called Man to Man, Urban Youth Advocate. And we were just talking about, you know, the challenges of, you know, men discipling young men, and Stuart was in Tennessee where he felt like, man, there, you know, there really got something going on good there. Stuart, I want you to talk a little bit about that, and every time I hear that, I think about how can that be replicated here in California, even though we know we're on the West Coast? Tell us some of those challenges. Tell us some of the good things that happening in Tennessee and why it seems like more funding goes to East Coast folks than us, Stuart. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that I, I think that was very interesting with going to Tennessee, because most fatherhood programs are not being funded here on the West Coast. It, it, it's like we don't even have fathers. And I, mm -hmm. and I believe the reason for that, Carl, is because Washington, D.C. is on the East Coast. And as if anybody's been on the East Coast, those states are close by. Mm -hmm. So Philadelphia, Maryland, New mm -hmm. Jersey, Virginia. So they can get to D.C. where the funding is and they, they can be seen more frequently. So for me, you know, to be able to, you know, attend... Uh, this think tank and, and to be in uh, in Tennessee, it gave me some exposure to some of the federal government people to say, hey, look, we exist too. We have a fatherhood program and we're doing great work and we need funding as well. Mm. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that out because, you know, you had said earlier about, you know, 90% of our social ills, when I think of domestic violence, I know those are those are programs that you've been working with out here. Stuart, is there any connection with the domestic violence and those programs and your program? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, the, what we've tried to do, Carl, is we tried to say, OK, we know that there are some major problems in our communities as it pertains to violence, domestic violence, as it pertains to uh, drug addiction, mental health issues, um, human trafficking, poverty. If you go back, you can see that most of those areas that I just shared with you, mm -hmm. there is a lack of a father in the home. So then now we're trying to figure out, okay, now how can we correct this issue? And so we started saying, okay, first of all, we need to give these men some tools. I mean, before they can be followed, we're going to need to work with this manhood thing and tell them what is the definition of a man and what does men do and how does that align to God? You know, because, you know, my dissertation, I didn't get a chance to tell you this, but it's mm -hmm. called the Recon Mission, Reconciliation Through Fatherhood Training, Teaching Fathers How to Be Engaged with Their Children and Their Ex-Partners. Now, why is that important? This is coming mm -hmm. from a theological perspective. Most of the time, it's coming from a sociological or a psychology, a mm -hmm. psychological perspective. But mm -hmm. we're talking about a great father, God the Father, mm -hmm. and a perfect son, Jesus Christ. 
Mm. And we use that as a roadmap mm -hmm. fatherhood parenting. Man, you know, I, I had met uh, Stuart at Maranatha Christian Center Church in San Jose, right? That's when we met Stuart. Absolutely. Right? Yes, sir. And uh, I love going there, Pastor Tony Williams. And uh, I think there's a new pastor now, uh, Mr. Partey. Tyrone Partey, yeah. Tyrone Partey, him and Alicia and them. Um, are you able to take this program, as our listeners may hear this and, and want to have it in their own community, how difficult is it to take this program to other communities like uh, Maranatha in San Jose or somebody may be hearing this out in Livermore or whatever like that. Is it difficult, Stuart? And, and if it is, you know, let me know the connection that says, hey, you know, if we had the right type of partners and funding, we can do it. It is difficult in setting up facilitators, getting a building, making sure that you have the capital to operate the business. As far as taking man-to-man uh, -man to the community, we've already worked through all the kinks. We already worked through the hardships and the and the you know the nuts and the bolts. We now have done the pilot program. We've already done the evidence base, you know, proven that it's effective. But what we're lacking is volunteers. We're lacking mm. funding. We're lacking, um, you know, a support from our city officials, state officials. Um, it, 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 let me just tell you this, Carl. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to tell you who, but I met with a chief of police and mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to him that I understood that there was a lot of gun violence in the city. And I'm telling him, I have the, the, the uh, solution to the problem. And, you know, but the thing is, when you talk to people and you tell them that, they dismiss the, the importance of a father being not only in the home, but even if the father is not in the home, but if he's just present in mm. the sense that he is consistent in his children's life and that he's, you know, taking time to be with them and investing in them, that is 90% of the issue as well, if mm. you make sense. But, you know, how do you do that? You need support. You need funding. You need to be able to have, I mean, <laughs> You know, I used to say this, Carl, all the time. You know, mm -hmm. ministry, as far as salvation, salvation is free, but ministry costs money. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you come know, on. Come you can't on. just open up a church and turn on the mm -hmm. lights and, and have heat and the air condition. And, mm -hmm. and it, it takes to run an organization and to make sure that, you know, just like any other investment, mm -hmm. this is an investment into our society. Mm. And we have a crisis in our society, man. And when you say when you say young men and men, so I'm thinking all different age groups, huh? What age groups are, are you are you speaking about when you say man to man? Give me some idea of that. This is really a good question. I'm gonna tell you why, Carl. Okay, mm -hmm. I deal with 18 and over. Mm -hmm. Now, most nonprofits when they're dealing with gun violence or dealing with youth or, or, or engagement or any of that, their limit stops at 18. Mm. Happens to these youth after 18. Because that's really when the issues and the problems, I mean, yes, you have some major issues that's, that's you know, beginning mm -hmm. to happen. 
when mm-hmm. you start getting 18, and I, I know you have children and I have three mm-hmm. kids and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I have two and 134 and 119. And this is the time when I start seeing the changes in their life is between 18 and 25 or, you know, if they didn't get any help then, it goes on to 55 to 75. So uh, when I teach domestic violence class, it's 18 and it's, it's no limit. You know, these guys in domestic mm-hmm. violence, they could be 65, 70 years old. And I'm not kidding you, mm-hmm. you know. And because they didn't have that solid foundation, then whatever they were dealing with at 15 and 16 is just enhanced at 60 or 40 or 35. Wow, man. I, I could easily see you doing stuff like this as helping folks who are in prisons, too, because when many times when people go to prison, they sort of, quote unquote, get disconnected from their kids, their their loved ones, their family. You know, how, how have you worked with like reentry programs? Have you done some stuff like that, Stu? Absolutely. We Well, I've been going to San Quentin and I started going to San Quentin in 1995 with Maranatha Christian Center. So you mentioned Maranatha. That's where <laughs> my ministry began. My street ministry began there. My um, my uh, prison ministry started there. And so my job now, what I believe my assignment is, even though I'm, I'm a rev and I'm a doctor, but I'm mm-hmm. not so much reverend doctor in the pulpit. I'm reverend doctor on the street, in the prisons. I'm <laughs> teaching these men how to recondition their minds how to prepare themselves for the transition from prison back into society. And we have apprenticeship programs for them. We have jobs for them. We have housing for them. We have resources for them. We have life skills for them. So we don't wait until they get out of prison. Mm. We start the relationship while they're in prison. And then when they out, we're there to walk with them to make sure they never go back. Man, I I love that, man. I'm going to ask in a minute, how people can connect with you again, because I'm sure some people are hearing this and they're saying to themselves, you know, I want to come along and help Stuart in some way, get him in this area, get him in this facility. I want to be a sponsor. I want to partner with him. So I'm definitely going to ask you about this connection part. So I want people to really pay attention. But you mentioned something earlier to me about this National Fatherhood Initiative. Do you have a minute to say something about this National Fatherhood Initiative? Sure. The National Fatherhood Initiative is a recognized through the federal government fatherhood program that shows evidence-based that these programs are effective during fatherhood and parenting. So I I, I use a part of their curriculum, which is a 24-7 dad. Uh, it shows you how to co-parent. It shows you how to deal with the emotions. It shows you how to embrace and be with your children. I mean, step by step, they have exercises. They have uh, time that you can role play. But then we also have a thing called Inside Out Dad. So it's mm-hmm. talking about dads in prison as well as out prison. So there are curriculums specifically designed for men in prison. Mm. And uh, And it, like, again, like I said, it's all over the country. So if you are <clears throat> a certified facilitator or you have gone through their programs, which we have an MOU with them right now, Memorandum of Understanding, mm-hmm. that we are partnering with them. Mm-hmm. And so they have given us the training because they've heard about man and man and mm-hmm. they want to 
collaborate with us and, and see how we can use, utilize their curriculum. Mm-hmm. And the federal government recognizes it very well. So let's say you're going for a grant and you say, hey, I am a member or I am certified with mm-hmm. the Fatherhood Initiative mm-hmm. Program, the mm-hmm. National Fatherhood Initiative. They look at that and they say, well, you know what, because they know, one, it takes work to get certified. Two, they also know the track record that they have. And it's designed to help black kids, white kids, all kids, and all fathers. Well, I want you to give uh, some contact information because we're almost out of time. So uh, give one or two the best ways that people can reach you, Stuart, right now. Absolutely. So through the email, you can email me at man, M-A-N, number two, man, at man to man dash U-Y-A dot org. Until we meet again, whether it's education, health, even politics or sports, it's all about business. Stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to California Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.